0: Seventh Avenue Pizza, the official pizza of the Soda Pod.
1: The Soda Pod. The official beer and hockey podcast of Seventh Avenue
2: Pizza. It's like baby
1: on-site lupulin tap room thank you so much for having us out here guys it's been uh, quite a day already and it's uh, as i look over at the table and see the samples yet to be poured it's going to be quite the day yet mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> um happy to have you
1: had, and, thank had you for coming out all these beautiful it. people on in the past but maybe if you just want a real quick rundown we'll start with justin just tell everyone like what you do here
3: right now and My, who you are you know right right my name is Justin Nathie. I'm the quality control manager here at Loopyland Brewing, as well as um, helping out with the normal uh, clean barrel aging that we do and also spearheading a lot of the mixed culture barrel aging stuff that we do as well. Also, you're a uh, primary contact for anything smazy related in the building as well too so <laughs> that's been uh largely what i've been involved in too is doing um helping and marcus has been a huge help with that too is uh spearheading the thc line too which we're very proud of
0: Yo, i saw about. the pretzels Hell we'll yeah. talk about that later <laughs> uh i'm tracy
4: and i manage all of our social media and communications here and help marcus with whatever else he needs to get done so
5: yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of stuff there. Lots and lots of stuff. Uh, Marcus, Marcus Paulson. I'm the marketing and artistic director. It's a really cool title they gave me. Uh, I just do all the graphics and marketing. Um, used to do all the social media. Thankfully, I've helped with that now. Uh, website stuff. But yeah, mostly just draw
0: cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Try to make this place look cool and make our products look cool. Well, as you guys can see in the backdrop here, he definitely makes the products look cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do it again.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll get probably a little bit more deep into that than some people will be comfortable with, but (laughs) let's lead off here. I don't know who wants to jump in for you guys, but for anyone that's not familiar or hasn't experienced it themselves, what is Big Beer Week?
4: A week of epic proportions. Uh, It is a week of eight days with 10% ABV beers or higher released pretty much all day, every day. Uh, we have bottle releases. We started bringing in triple IPAs a couple years back. Um, different beer infusions every day. Food trucks so you guys can fill your bellies with beer and food. So, um, just it's the day week that we get to showcase um, the barrel program here because it is an outstanding program and it just doesn't get the recognition it deserves sometimes. So, it's just fun for let us to let us let these guys shine.
3: A lot of our uh, big beers that we make like this too. Uh, we can only do this once a year right because for the most part all these beers at minimum take about a year to make so everything that we serve this week um, we're pretty much frantically rebrewing that stuff basically as we speak in the past couple months we've been rebrewing it so that we're able to have new fun stuff for big beer week come next year too so just kind of the nature of the beers um, both from a from a production standpoint as well as a consumption standpoint most people can only hang for about a week a year you know so um so yeah it's a fun time to fun time to really showcase that stuff
1: love it and i mean why don't you kick us off here then justin what's the first sampler we're we're all dabbling in here
3: so what we've got here the barrel god 2023 asian russell's reserve 10-year bourbon barrels um this is a good example of what we like to do with one of our I suppose, yeah, it's one of our core imperial barrel-aged stouts that we do. We really like to brew the beer, have one big batch of it, and then age it in a variety of different barrels, and sometimes doing different things with those barrels after they're done, or just sampling those barrels after a year, appreciating the unique nuances just from like a, you know, like we've got a variety of different whiskey providers that we get the barrels from, and so or whiskey providers that have produced the whiskey that goes into those barrels. And so they taste very different without doing anything to them, other than just making the beer, putting it in the barrel, letting it sit, and then coming back to it a year later. So this, is, this beer is one of those examples. Um, we just aged it straight up in Russell's Reserve, 10-year bourbon barrels. Loved the way it came out. It was different enough from the other stuff that we got. And so packaged it up, and that's what we've got here.
1: Love it. And just random question that came to me because you've talked to us a bunch behind the scenes just about how different it can be even just from like one barrel of the exact same producer to the next, Mm -hmm. a lot of different flavor profiles. Have you ever like double barreled, like done it in one barrel and then decided, okay, now we're going to move it over and
3: age it in another barrel? So I don't think that we have actually done that yet, but it's funny that you ask that because... We are scheduled to do that next week oh, wow. <laughs> with some of our beer. So cool. we're rebarreling Night Witch. I saw the sheet. In the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, we're at Night Witch, one of our other core Imperial barrel aged stouts. We're going to rebarrel that from, it's in like a variety of Heaven Hill and maybe some Woodford barrels, and then it's going to be going into some Elijah Craig. So oh, we will man. do some, yeah, some double barreling to really punch up that oakiness. And now that for sure is gonna be an example of a beer like this, right? Where you're like exploring the barrel and what kind of fun that stuff has to offer. Man, this is
0: excellent. Excellent. Very good. Yeah. yeah cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers. Yeah,
3: cheers, appreciate it. I have to say,
0: and I'll admit this to you guys, now that, that now that we're all here together recording again and just hanging out again, when i came to visit last april i was hanging over pretty hard when we came to see uh see you guys at and when uh, when aaron brought out the the spread i was like oh boy put my put my big boy pants on and and,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and fought through it i was uh i think that was, that was after the the wild game if i'm not mistaken where Aww. i don't remember yeah. how we got home that night but uh it was a it was a fun night that's <laughs> good that's we were caught on the security camera that, so that yeah. was that was fun <laughs> I, I may have fallen down the stairs My my knee doesn't agree that that was fun, but uh, (laughs) no, but coming here clear headed today and being able to go through all these and really like just enjoy all the flavor profiles from like head to toe with, like I said, without. Instead of cringing through them. There you go. and, and, And honestly, it was because of you guys that I started really falling in love with barrel aged beers. And when I went back home to Vancouver Island last summer I introduced, like, my friends who are really big into whiskey as well into it, and, like, they fell, fell in love with it as well. Nice. The only drawback is you guys and just the state of Minnesota are, like, ten years ahead of us mm. back home in British Columbia, Canada, as far as the barrel aging programs. Like, mm. they'll have a seasonal one, usually around Christmas, and that's about it. Wow. If anything else, we're, we're finding them from California. So it's truly amazing what you guys are doing here, honestly.
3: Yeah, we appreciate cool, it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something we love to do, and it's really, like... Uh, I gotta say that uh Aaron, the head production or head innovation brewer here, and really like the head barrel master of this whole program, like all of these ideas, they all start with him. He's the one who decides what we're gonna brew, what barrels we're gonna put it in. He shops around for that kind of stuff, and it really is kinda like his brainchild, and he does like an incredible job of doing it. I'm happy to be a part of it and kind of saying, like, yes, sir, sounds good, you know, and doing what I gotta <laughs> do and helping him out and stuff, but like if it wasn't for him these ideas a lot of it wouldn't exist this week might not exist so yeah, yeah he really decided that barrel aging was something that they wanted to be known for here Hell yeah. they started that like really early on i mm-hmm. remember like well before i even started they're like we need to make really good barrel aged dough it's like that's something we got to be known for so and they really did a pretty kick-ass job of that it's funny i came in a lot like you i like I never really cared for barrel-aged outs or dark beers and stuff like that, and this place turned me, dude. It's, uh, it's dude, yeah. It totally changed my mind. Same. Yeah, same, actually. Yeah.
0: It's less about, like, not even really, like, it's not that I didn't like them, I just didn't know they existed to, yep. to the array of flavors and just what you guys can do with them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, you guys in particular, but also just, like, brewers in general. Like, I would try one, it was high percent, it just tasted like straight whiskey, and I was like, I'd yeah. rather just drink whiskey. But then seeing like what you guys have been able to do, and you know, again, there's there's some that I tried from like California stuff that are like are pretty good, but like I mean, it's it's just it's a whole it's a whole other world. So if anyone's like into even just if, if you're like whiskey and you drink beer, like dabble dabble with Lupulin to start, and you probably will never stray away, <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> honest. We yeah, these guys that.
4: have a knack for uh, hiding big ABVs and beers, and you'll just, you will not taste it. You'll feel it later on. But... You guys are all about hiding stuff.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, to that point, I mean, take a second to kind of pump your own tires, because I know, like, even within the state of Minnesota, which is light years beyond anything that would be happening in Canada. I think they're still like, think that the 90s fashion is like what's current. Um, Shut up, Denim,
2: let's
1: go. But in Minnesota, like, tell us, how do you stack up to the other breweries in the state as far as like what you have done with this barrel aging program?
4: I think one of my favorite things about what these guys do with their barrel aging program is, you know, there are adjuncts that are put into some of these beers, but more often than not, they let that barrel and beer shines for itself they don't need to like go with a bunch of crazy wacky flavors and stuff like it's it's fun for me because every single barrel mixed with a different beer gives it this whole new flavor like last year was one of my favorites when they did the the scotch aged barrel age or barrel guide mm. in the scotch barrels it had like this super cool like almost like smoky that's, note that's to one it. of the ones you guys sent like, out to me for the preview yeah, yeah. yeah. you know and like that was it's just so cool to see how different barrels can change a beer and you don't need any kind of adjuncts and you'll still pick up on flavors of like vanilla and chocolate and caramel and so like that's something that i think these guys have done a really really good job of is like playing with some fun adjuncts once in a while but also really letting the beer and the barrel shine
3: mm. so. yeah i think and you know um i've had a lot of really good barrel aged beer from a lot of different breweries in the area you know all throughout minnesota A lot of stuff, and I don't get out enough being from St. Cloud, right? So it's hard for me to ever find that stuff for me to really um, try a bunch of from all of our different friendly breweries that we have in the area and stuff. But fortunately, coworkers, you guys bring it in a lot and stuff. And, you know, I've always been impressed with everything we've had. I love, you know, um, I had some really good stuff from Back Channel. I absolutely love some of their stuff that they've done. and modest, all those guys, you know, and it's hard to say, you know, you don't. It's hard to say how you kind of stack up. We feel like we hope that people like it, you know what I mean? And we have respect for the other barrel-aged beers that people make and the the programs that they have and stuff. And people just kind of take, uh, like, kind of to your point, they take different directions, right? Yeah. Um, they sometimes like, you know, there's people who dominate the like adjunct, super crazy, huge, big, wild stout game that like, you know. And they do it better than I think that we would, you know, or that we do when we've done some stuff like that. And that's just, you know, just being honest kind of thing, you know what I mean? We kind of have our lane, what we like to do, like to your point, and, and we like that. And we love when other people do other stuff that is super fun and cool like that, too. And we like to dabble, and we'd love to learn from them, too, you know, most importantly that, actually.
4: I think that's like the coolest part about just the beer industry in general is like it's there's no like stay in your own lane it's like you like to like it's fun to like bring in other people's beers and learn from it and like experiment but like everybody knows that like there's some things and it's like wow that is so damn good like you can make stuff but like you'll still go back thinking like oh that one from that one brewery that was so freaking good and like you'll mm-hmm. think of how you can try and imitate that but like you know it's it's not really a competition in my eyes, it's just a like...
3: Some people are really good at some stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. You and know? don't know why.
2: <laughs> and I mean, <laughs> it wasn't
1: even from the frame either of necessarily like, oh, ours are ours tastes so much better, but uh, spacing because we've done a ton of stuff here today, but someone mentioned to me like, I don't know if it's top five or maybe even top three as far as like the extent to which you guys have built up that barrel program, like mm. your volume and how much you've dedicated to it. Like you said, that was a right. key focus. <laughs> like, there's not really that many other breweries that are committed on the same level.
3: Right, right, see what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. They And you know, funny thing, being out here in Big Lake, we're blessed with space because we're cursed by our location of being kind of out here, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of those big players, they would love to have more barrels, But, like, when we've gone and, like, talked to those guys and, and like, toured the brewery and stuff, they're like, where do, they'll have, like, a couple barrels, and like, where do I put them, you know? It's like, so Mm -hmm. we have a lot of space, and I think that that's one of the biggest things that's tough for people is just where do you put it all, you know? It occupies a ton of room back there, and so, yeah, yeah, I don't think there's not a ton of places that really do just have the opportunity to. I think a lot of people, they have maybe the desire, the interest and stuff, and maybe the hopes and dreams too, but just haven't. Um, been able to kind of like take a moment and really develop that that kind of program of theirs. Very fair. Well, I don't know, maybe this is a good chance, Justin,
1: for you to queue up whatever's next. Mm-hmm. Tracy, maybe you want to dive in a little bit to just what people can expect, whether they've been here before and there might be some tweaks this year or someone that's coming mm-hmm. for the first time. Like, they show up here, what's sure.
4: going on? Yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be crazy, it's going to be wild, it's going to be kick ass. Um, If you've been here in the past couple of years, you know we did the reservation system so you could kind of have a reserved seat. Um, If you've been here back in like 2019 and behind that, um, we're going back to that way and it is gonna be a first come first serve basis. I love this because it is such a fun time. Like we've met so many great people here during that week just because you sit down and you're like, is that seat taken? And you grab a seat and you start talking and you're comparing the beers you're drinking. Um, It's just kind of one big gathering of everybody that just loves these kinds of beers or is learning about these kinds of beers and having good conversation, having really good beers and whatever else comes with it.
5: Our space is finished this year, yeah. which is exciting. Yep. It was all white walls
0: last couple of years. I was so gonna just... say when I came here in April, it was drywall, and now yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh my goodness! It like, like this space could just be like a brewery tap room in itself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It, it's an addition to your guys's tap room and, and just whole facility. Yeah. It's, it's truly incredible what you guys hear. You, you definitely said like you're you're blessed with the space for sure.
5: Yeah. So we're, besides we're like the nice textures and paint on the wall totally we've got some different seating um, out in the original tap room there's some larger seating more community style so it should be more opportunity for strangers to meet like oh, you were yeah. talking about like
4: on the everyday basis i remember when we first brought those in and people were like oh what is that like, i have to talk to strangers and now it's so fun because people just start grabbing seats and talking playing cribbage or playing the games out there and like it's just a fun sense of community that i think we brought back into here and i'm really excited to watch that all unfold during big beer week
1: well and tell anyone that's not aware because it's a pretty recent renovation like where we're sitting right now like how did this all come together
4: yeah welcome to the stave this is our new event space um i well marcus had a lot to do with (laughs) this.
5: we met a lot uh yeah we hired an interior designer this time which I feel was a really good idea instead of a bunch of dudes trying to make decisions on decorating space. <laughs> uh, we had a lot of input. We met once a week for months and months. Um, but a lot of decisions were made by this smarter person who does that for a living, which is helpful. Uh, I was given some pretty sweet mural space, which I feel like elevates the room a little bit. Oh yeah, Nice little pop of color. But yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff we wanted to do for a long time and just
4: mm-hmm.
5: budgetary and time reasons can't do everything all at once.
4: Yeah, it'll be nice to have, we'll have the bar open on this side as well, so some of the beers will be available on both sides each day, which will hopefully help with some of the, like, waiting in line and stuff, and a little easier accommodations for people. Um,
5: I think the infusion will be on both sides, potentially. so,
4: yeah. I don't remember where we landed on that.
5: Yeah, (laughs) maybe, maybe not.
4: We're still making all, we're still (laughs) hashing out all the the details for each day, but.
1: I mean, it's crazy, because, like, Isha was saying it about the majority of breweries back home. I can even say it to several here. Like this event space right here is bigger than a lot of tap rooms in general. Mm-hmm. And you guys already had a pretty well-sized tap room. Like it's just so much more space. So many more people can come in here, especially for big beer week. But I mean, the, the layout here is awesome. I already see we've got the uh, projector screen ready to go for hockey. Heck yeah, man. Nothing nothing else you need.
5: <laughs> pretty dope.
4: Yeah, it's fun. We've been we started hosting private parties here this past summer, and it's been fun watching people make the space their own for what they need I it to be. I
5: think we've got a couple weddings booked. Yeah, I have to ask Danielle for sure. But yeah, we've got some on wedding
4: it. receptions in here. So
5: we're kind of the premier event space in Big Lake now. Mm-hmm. The Carousel Works closed a yeah. while ago. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
5: So. Trying new stuff all the time.
1: Do you like supporting local, local business, local hockey, local legends? Do you like vodka, martinis, screwdrivers, Bloody Marys, White Russians, whatever you can find. I'm more of a vodka fresca guy myself. If you nodded yes to any of those, look no further than Northland Vodka, giving 5% back to local hockey and, of course, the recipe that was masterfully crafted by local legend himself, Mark Parrish. Everyone get out there right now, support Northland Vodka, run, don't walk. All right, Justin, what are we
3: getting into now with this second sample? We actually have the perfect segue from the last sample. It's exactly what we just talked about. It's the same exact beer, just in a different barrel. These are in 1792 barrels. This is why you save some, Misha. You're smarter, than all, you're smarter <laughs> than all of us.
2: You're smarter than all of us,
5: There's The too. real reason to save a little is after we get through all of it, make a super cube <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's kind of weird. <laughs>
1: what, we call that as kids, like <laughs> kamikaze, suicide, something suicide, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Everything suicide. on the pot. Garbage stream. drink, yeah. 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 Godfather's
2: yeah. Godfather special.
3: <laughs> yeah, so this is uh, Barrel God 23. Just put into different barrels. A mm. little different. I mean, came out quite different, different enough where we tasted through it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty different. So yeah, it's nice that we're doing these like back to back on the days like that too. So it gives people kind of maybe a, more of an incentive to uh, do that little bit of a side by side for themselves too. And I
1: mean, mm-hmm. for someone more sophisticated, you know, you, you've got a little bit better handle on the differences, like what would you say stands out the most between the two from barrel to barrel?
3: Be a lot easier if I was smart like you yeah. and saved some to drive <laughs> it. You like, actually, oh, you know crap. what? <laughs> you,
2: go,
3: you, go, you, you know what? It's actually. Remember how I accidentally poured the uh, all those extra ones?
2: <laughs> I feel Math like the
3: seventeen ninety
5: two is a little sweeter. Not a ton. It's not sweet, but it's like sweeter. I get a little more dry kind of a note from the Russells.
1: Hmm. Yeah, this one to me is a lot like. Just like cleaner, like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't like
5: almost a nuttiness
1: pack that it. punch as much. Where the mm-hmm. other one, it's not mm-hmm. that it's like aggressive or it's gonna like yeah, yeah. smack your flavor palette, but it's just like this one's a lot cleaner. Like if I brought my wife and I had to make her try one because she she can't hang with the big beers, but this is the one that I would probably give to her rather than the first one. I yeah. did probably
5: yeah. this next one, but we'll get there. Yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> I feel like, you know, and it's, you know, I, I appreciate your your uh, your perception of my palate, because my perception of my palate, like, I am often, I'm like, this one tastes a little bit less smooth than the other one. You know, like, i very, like, my my, my my, sometimes my, like, my um, flavor descriptors are, like, this one's more sharp or less sharp, or, like, it's a little bit more of this, a little more of that. I'm like, I don't know what it is, but this is yeah. what I taste, you know, whatever that might be. Right. And I just feel, like, varying levels kind of of sharpness, smoothness, of, like, mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they, like, coat your tongue. Sometimes it feels like it kind of is like, a, not, like, like dance on your tongue. It like gets higher carbonated, but it just feels a little bit more sharp. And, like, one. whether
1: it lingers a little bit more, yeah. too. Like, yeah. this, this yep. one, it's down the hatch. It tastes mm-hmm. good, and then mm-hmm. it's gone.
3: It's that's interesting it has a little
1: bit more, like, staying power almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: It's interesting you call it sharper, because I don't know where this word comes from, but I feel like this tastes rounder. Yeah, right. I don't
3: really mm-hmm. know what I mean mm-hmm. by that, but yeah. like, <laughs> Right.
5: that's what I taste.
3: Maybe, like, <laughs> like, I mean, like I'm getting rhombus. It's, yeah. like,
4: it's like the more sessionable of the barrel-aged mm-hmm. beers. Yeah which we've used very loosely with barrel-aged beers, obviously, but...
0: I can't Mm. wait for all the descriptive words, like, we come up with when we're, like, through all of them. We're on the last bottle. (laughs) like, all right, so... uh, (laughs) This
2: this one is good. This one's very good.
3: (laughs) Compared to the last date, it's similar, kind (laughs) of.
1: Well, now now we're going to kick it over for Marcus to steal the show a little bit here. Sure. We we couldn't even... We're talking off camera about what we even call this. Uh, We're going to go with the... uh, Big Beer Week logo sure. of the year. Logo, um,
5: theme. Theme of sorts. Art, what have you.
1: But talk us through it.
5: Yeah, I mean, I guess last year was the first year we did this this program we're kind of running again this year, but we're having a triple IPA released in cans in our local market and during Big Beer Week. Um, the art on that can is also kind of the art for for the week. So it'll be on the t-shirts. Uh, we'll, be, we'll be selling limited edition blankets again. We're gonna sell posters this year. We'll have stickers. Um, yeah, and it'll all have this new art. Uh, so the beer this year is called Beverage Machine. And our theme is kind of loosely sci-fi. So it is a triple sci-fi PA. So we decided to call it. Um, yeah. So. it. As with previous years, she's always kind of a skull involved. Last year was an octopus, but it was kind of a skull octopus. Um, This year, it's kind of a robot skull that happens to make beverages because it's a (laughs) beverage machine. (laughs) Yeah, uh, it's in progress.
0: I'll show you that much. That's all you get. You're that's free. what he's working on, by the way, folks. He's yeah. yeah. not just sitting here, like you know, working away live on a podcast. There's deadlines
3: to meet. Okay? Step <laughs>
2: on personal emails. Yeah, you can uh,
3: you can freeze that and zoom in and clip it.
2: For, for a long Don't give time. Anybody, any of ideas? It,
5: uh, it may or may not be drastically different from what's on my screen. Uh, right. But print
1: ready. We actually ready. scrapped the whole skull idea. <laughs> <laughs>
5: print ready files gotta go to the printer for t-shirts by Friday so mm-hmm. kind of in the 11th hour right now it, it
1: is <laughs> Wednesday afternoon for those keeping score <laughs>
3: But all the bottle labels are done that's yeah. kind of ahead of schedule for me this year so that's pretty cool it's mm-hmm. so, progress and so and I guess in speaking to kind of what the beer is too is um, funny enough it's somewhat similar to what we're doing today with you guys because we're using the same yeast and it's a unique yeast that um, We've been incorporating into some of our beers more recently, and it's um, it's actually very similar, if not, you could call it, a, not a quite genetically identical, but it's the same parent strain of yeast as our house yeast. So what we make our hooey with, blissful, fashion malt, all that stuff that we make our normal beer with. Um, the yeast lab we get it from just went in there and edited the genome a little bit, did a little bit of snippy snippy and soey-soey, and made it so it boosts a bunch of thiol compounds in the beer. And so what thiols are is they're primarily sulfur compounds. It's a variety of sulfur compounds that aren't, they're associated with being aromatic is a way to say it. Some people might say that they stink more because they just have a very pungent and intense aroma. And the way to say it without saying that it stinks more is that it's just like really, really stinky tropical Root, like a deep uh, citrusy nice kind of fruit flavor like that but it's like it's you know some fruits kind of have like a, a heft to their odor Pungent- a little bit Pungent- yeah yeah pungency <laughs> and so it's been super fun to use we just loved every beer that we put it in and that's why I wanted to use it with you guys too um, and so we're putting some fun hops in there it's lotus Nectaron and then citric cryo so nice. citric cryo is a a uh, key player and making some good beer usually, and then some of the other ones are other hops um, that Lotus we played around with before, but uh, Nectaron's kind of a newer one too. So it's gonna be a big beer, um, big hoppy, hazy, juicy, and right stinky in the right way. Stinky in the <laughs> right way. I
1: like that. That's a that's a good promo. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um,
1: before we jump into the next beer that Justin had tap for us, Marcus, so I'm just curious. Like, is this your project? Like that logo? Is that like purely your decision is it something that's like think tanked out and then you find a way to make it cool and crazy or like do you just sit down and it's all you
5: yeah so something that i'm just starting to get used to four years into being full-time here, uh, is 100% 100 creative control um i just kind of do whatever the fuck i want <laughs> so it's kind of cool <laughs> not always there's definitely input from other people but yes this project specifically um it's really up to me love it which is yeah fun and terrifying at the same time
1: everyone get out here to check it out again you've already seen the octopus many a time this one just seeing the initial sketches going to be incredible and marcus kind of dope marcus likes to joke that uh it's always a competition with last year, right?
5: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
1: now you got to already start pre-planning how you beat this year.
0: <laughs> yeah, the anxiety is already there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, just take a sip, and that helps. Uh, Justin, what do we got?
0: Sorry, not until April. Not until April. You got. Yep, you, you got to get through Big Beer Week. You got to get through March, and then you can start stressing about next year. Sure, sure.
3: <laughs> so, uh, what to do? <laughs> Want to take this opportunity to invite uh, the man. Oh, 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 the, the man of the hour, who the, the brains behind the, uh, the beer. He's in the background, but he's got to run off because we're finishing up the brew that we're doing right here. But, we'll talk
1: about that in a minute. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. So um, it's Pumpkin Spice Demigod. So this is a bit of a departure from what we uh, kind of what we were speaking about with the beers we've tried so far, right? We did Barrel God in two different kind of barrels before this. So that's like exploring the nuances of the barrel. And now this is enjoying the nuances of the barrel, but also punching it up with some fun stuff that we think could be good. And also because some of these were aged in pumpkin whiskey barrels, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and it actually yeah, pumpkin was whiskey. Right. And so it actually like, and I will say, when we tried the whiskey or tried the beer from the pumpkin whiskey barrel, it did have a nice kind of pumpkiny flavor to it. It wasn't like you just put it in, pull it out. as I go, whatever. Got to shove a bunch of pumpkin flavor and all that kind of stuff into it to make it taste this way. It did come out with some flavor, which was super fun, and that's kind of the inspiration behind it too, right? Still being inspired by the barrel, but taking it to the next level with putting a bunch of stuff into.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: It was actually kind of a, a short paragraph on her cheat sheet here. Um, I'll read off because oh. I'm, I'm kind of blown away by this one. So it's a barrel-aged blend of imperial stouts and imperial brown ales. Uh, So it's Barrel Gods and Whiskey Nuts, I believe. Aged in one pumpkin whiskey barrel, one cinnamon whiskey barrel, one Woodford double-oaked bourbon barrel, and one Russell's Reserve 10-year bourbon barrel. And it was conditioned on Madagascar vanilla beans, cinnamon, cloves, ginger, and allspice.
3: That's nice. It
1: helps me remember the things I forget. He forgot he had the cheat <laughs> yeah. well, sheet.
4: Those are like the best days when he just starts pulling nails out of barrels and then he starts blending things together. It's like nobody understands how he does that, but like he'll it's just like bring you things and you taste them. And you're like, wow, that's delicious. How'd you do it that? It sounds like...
5: like so many things, but it all comes together into this perfectly balanced candy bar and glass. And it's just
1: wonderful. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm just getting like... To me, this is a, a gingerbread man with a little extra cinnamon to it, almost.
3: Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> that's funny because that's actually what this uh, fails to mention as well is the adjuncts that we added to it. because yeah. we, uh, we actually I actually the pulled up a plug. picture yeah. of the
5: bottle label. Oh, nice, yeah, nice. <laughs> that was one of my corrections. I need to make Roll all cheat sheet. Here. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, yeah.
3: But so yeah. i vote
5: for some of these. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> real grated ginger.
1: Pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. So all the... Uh, Oh, we'll say Ugg boots and best gals out there doing their best Han Solo impression, sprint. Get down here as fast as you can, because these will run out because Starbucks is promoting all of it. So there is run. a
5: small, Hurry. a very small amount of grated Ugg boot in the beer. <laughs>
2: God damn it. <laughs> Oh, please tell
1: me you hid like hid them in the label somewhere. I should <laughs> Have Have you guys seen that though? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. The people that post oh, yeah. the meme where it's like all the girls wearing their vest and their stuff. Oh, the stuff, Han Solo. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Han Solo season is upon us.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh huh. Holy crap. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's actually good too, and I appreciate awesome. it because I like I might not order something like that at Starbucks or Caribou, but like, damn. I actually will drink that like I like it quite a bit you know and like that's I I hope that we uh are in the right area between appealing to those people who don't want something that's like way excessively over the top and then those people who do want something that is like tastes like what you're saying it tastes like right and I hope we make all of those people happy you never will but like a vast majority hopefully (laughs) fair yeah, the I, I, one, like, roll, roll,
4: there's some yeah. kick-ass spices that come out in this beer, so like that's fun. It's got like a very fall vibe yeah, to it. Just... So, <laughs>
1: oh, now while he starts working on and pouring the next one, I mean, Marcus, <laughs> I'm gonna interrupt you again. I you're know good. you're, I know you're deep into that, but all good. You, you talked about your creative freedom, <laughs> your autonomy here within. I think uh, I know where you're going. Within the walls of the space. <laughs> I definitely was inspired when I heard about uh, one of your favorite pastimes, especially since uh, my senior year of high school, and I went and saw the movie Super Bad. Oh, yeah. You see oh, the yeah. uh, rolling credits at the end.
5: Uh huh. Um, I identified talk- heavily with those rolling credits. <laughs> <laughs> I've drawn a lot of dicks in my day. So, so Big, talk to glorious, beanie I ones.
2: Like, where, where did this inspiration come from? <laughs> Boy.
5: Um, okay, honestly, it first started at my previous job. I doubt any of those people will listen to this, but it'd be amazing if they did. Uh, I worked for a very conservative right-wing man who ran a very successful multi-million-dollar company, but had some very specific ideas that rubbed me the wrong way. And my little way of getting back at him, even though it was a good job, was hiding dicks and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's some, uh, it's a different pack, I won't, I won't name anything in particular, but there's products being sold at Cabela's where if you look really close at the label. There's little dicks in trees, there's some billboards, and <laughs> there were some banners in parades. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. that's great. It's it's a good time. Uh, for some reason, the rumor has spread a lot around here that I hide them in every single can. Um, it's actually not true. I've hidden two date, two dicks, and two vaginas. <laughs> Um, (laughs) Tell tell us
1: about how the uh, vaginas came to be on cans.
5: Well, it's it's uh, an interesting story. Abby Ziert, daughter of Jeff Ziert, co founder of Lupin and Brewing, um, was also HR. um, And she said that it was sexist that I only had dicks. (laughs) (laughs) And so, just for her, uh, if you look at the top of the hop cone on a can of CPB, there's a, a glorious vagina. And on the Imperial CPB can, there's a tattooed vagina.
2: That's brilliant.
5: Yeah, the first dick was on coffee shop assault vehicle, right behind you. Yes. Um it is large and in charge on this mural
1: that is right that, that that was my first hearing of the uh dick fascination which i gotta ask then are we at a place now where lupulin has developed their own form of like title nine where if you add another dick to a can we're adding another vagina to a can
5: <laughs> it just kind of happened to balance itself <laughs> um yeah kind of funny story so when i first started working for these guys it was all part-time i used to do freelance work um, and when I designed the can for Apricot Blonde, uh, I sent them the graphic and I got an email back the next day, and all it said was, We see the dicks. <laughs> <laughs> So it's actually just it's in the, off mic right now. It's in the window over there. You can't see it on camera, but there's that apricot near the top of the hop cone that kind of looks like a penis head kind of sprouting out of the top. Not intentional. It's supposed to be an apricot. Uh, I replied back, you see what you want to see. <laughs> but I was kind of freaking out. I, I hadn't done a lot of freelance. I didn't know these guys really well. I had a meeting with them that evening, and so I came prepared with how I was going to Fix the art to make them not look like dicks anymore, because we had to go to print in a day or two. And they stopped me as I was explaining what I could do. Like, no, 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 no. We we love it. We we want to keep it. So that's right. that's how I knew I I found the right place.
1: All right. Well, business proposal for you to really exercise your demons. I already ran this by Tracy, but imagine having a book that you know patrons of the tap room can enjoy while they're you know drinking their beers. Instead of, where is Waldo? Where is Dicko? Where is Dildo? Where is Dildo? <laughs> I, think you could, I think you could do some great work with that. <laughs> My wife's in publishing. We can make it happen.
5: <laughs> that is kind of fun. I'm not, uh, I'm not against that idea.
1: You'll probably think about that way more than you should after hours.
2: <laughs>
5: <laughs> I did read a lot of Where's Waldo. Read a lot of Where's Waldo growing up. <laughs>
4: It's always like your distraction. Like you're really hard at work on something and then all of a sudden like it's zoomed out and there's like a dick drawn somewhere on like a label or a poster or something he's working on. And I'm like, where did that come
5: from? I definitely draw a lot of dicks that don't make it to final print. It's just kind of like a nervous tick or something. (laughs) I sign all my receipts with squiggly dick drawings.
1: I I think we need to like not necessarily promote it in this way, but for those that are in the know, it could be a lot of fun essentially have, like, dick day here, where like, all, the food, all the food trucks are, are you know, the foods, like, you know which foods look like dicks? The best kind. Popsicles, <laughs> <schools, laughs> hot dogs, corn dogs. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: that's, that's so good.
1: much. Oh,
3: all right, we can move past that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so long,
1: I didn't do that. For,
3: <laughs> oh, to, I wasn't trying to segue. He wants yeah. to
1: chime in on dicks. Hang on. Do you love sports do you think you know more about sports than all of your friends do you like getting things for free if you're still with me you need better edge in your life legal sports betting in minnesota and a free that's right free 20 sign up bonus no deposit required go to your browser right now type in betteredge.com slash sodapod that's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge, E-D-G-E, dot com slash soda pod S-O-T-A-P-O-D, to claim your $20 today.
3: All right, so what are we drinking now, buddy? So we have got go Rye in? Nuts. Um, this is going to be a different base beer. Uh, then what we've been drinking, previously we've been drinking just Barrel God as the base beer, and then it was going to be a blend of Barrel God and Whiskey Nuts. Um, and so this is just Whiskey Nuts, and these are aged in Heaven Hill rye whiskey barrels. I like this a lot. These. Yeah. Wow.
5: Formerly known as Whiskey Nuts, um, Okay. now rye nuts with a Z, thanks to the federal government. Oh. Uh, <laughs> What's the story there? So Whiskey Nuts was the original name, um, but the the TTB has a large list of fun rules um, on what you can put on a label if you send it across state lines. So in order to be allowed to sell this in our Sioux Falls, South Dakota tap room, we have to abide by their lengthy list of rules that changes every other day. <laughs> uh, we had the exact same issue with the beer called Two Nuts, which we tried many times to talk them into letting us sell out of state, Um by putting various things in the label like does not contain nuts, but that wasn't good enough for them. They still felt that the word nuts in a name was misleading to consumers. So we changed it to, to nuts with a Z, and they're okay with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so with whiskey nuts, <laughs> with, whiskey nuts <laughs> with whiskey nuts, they have a problem with the word whiskey because that's a, a booze word. Right. So they wanted us to change the name to barrel-aged or to whiskey barrel nuts. Um, or we weren't allowed to do it. So, Aaron had the idea to call it Rye Nuts, because it is rye whiskey.
0: I like mm-hmm. rye, being from north of the border. So. Mm-hmm. so yeah,
5: whiskey nuts equals rye nuts with a Z. Yeah. So, to ship over
1: state lines, you can't say the word nuts, you nope. can't say the word whiskey,
5: mm-hmm.
1: but penises on the label, like that's totally bad. <laughs> yeah.
5: They have to find it, and we're not pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's speaking if that, they did, we
3: might Speaking of that, will you
0: hand me that
5: bottle, yeah. Justin?
0: Is there one hidden on
5: <laughs> um, I oh you know, i didn't I put heard. it on this one so the original whiskey nuts bottle where there's a 2023 there are two barrels that might kind of insinuate oh. that. <laughs> so awesome.
1: nuts that's true i've never seen So that. two
5: dicks two vaginas and one pair of you've
1: ruined me now just so you know, <laughs> the time i grab a lupulin can oh. i'm gonna spend an hour trying to find
0: I got a few like back you home sh- in my fridge and I'm like going to like check them out as soon as I like, get home. Scour <laughs> away. Yeah.
4: yeah, you should have seen everybody the day that this mural went up and like even the employees were all over here scouring the mural. Where are the dicks? How many I'm dicks? I'm told
5: there are 10 or 11, but yeah. there's only one on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Again,
1: you see what you want to see.
5: Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think I've designed over 200 labels now for these guys and only five have fun little hidden treasures on them, so scour away.
3: That is delightful.
1: (laughs) Well, I know, Tracy, you want to make a point to really highlight one of the beers that you guys are more excited about here for Big Beer Week, and that's the array of cuvee options.
4: Yeah, the cuvees are, like, a fan favorite around here now. Um, That was... I don't know how... Do you know how Aaron decided on cuvee?
3: Well, it just is basically, like... I mean, I think the word cuvee just defines, like, a blend of multi, like, different years of stuff, right? Yeah. He just, like, kept having like a couple barrels left over from the year before tried them and i go it's really good we should blend it in with some beer this year and then just kind of figured Mm -hmm. out that blending like different years of barrels tastes pretty good i assume that was all on purpose from the beginning
2: yeah no (laughs) just like like it
3: kind of was probably intentional though right like leaving the barrel around and like for that reason Mm -hmm. right like i'm gonna reserve one and that's something that like yeah he's like, right. when I've been draining barrels and stuff, he's like, oh, yeah, just leave one, you know. He's so, good at yeah. squirting. stuff. You, just, yeah, you yeah. never
4: yeah. know what's going on is his, his, yeah, in his head sometimes. Does. Like, there, that hamster wheel is always turning. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, like,
1: admittedly didn't know what the word cuvee meant, right? Right. Same. And I had my own Isha moment where, like, it just sounds enough like puree that I'm like, oh, so there's,
2: like, something <laughs> going on in here.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's, a, that's actually like, uh, like kind of like a puree kind of like a blend I mean yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's works. Latin for coconut puree <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah no that's uh, it's like a term I feel like people do they do it in like like wines or like sour beers and stuff I don't yeah. to talk about like sour beer and stuff like that like cuvee but yeah, I don't know
4: right I don't know it's
3: we're just trying to however
4: them. he decided to start coming up with this like um they've just become like a really cool feature that people get really excited about this is your three of a cuvee um and like we're, we're very proud of them because they won awards for us so it's, it's been fun to be able to showcase the barrel gods and then also like be recognized um, nationally for them as well. We've won an award through the Minnesota Beers Brewers' Cup. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called? The Minnesota Brewers' Cup for the Cuvée. And then they submitted it to the FOBAB Awards in Chicago, which is the biggest uh, festival um, competition, I guess, of wood and Mixed culture. Mixed culture beers. It's like anything oak beers. Yeah, anything that goes into wood, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the cuvee from last year took the bronze medal. So that was a really, really exciting moment for us. So are these awards in a cuvee category, specifically? Uh, no, that was just in a barrel, like an imperial barrel-aged stout category. Over, so under,
5: three and a half years before there's a cuvee category.
4: <sighs> you know,
5: yeah, That's, I'm told the category it won in is, like, one of the bigger deals. Like, yeah. The fact that it won in that category. That's awesome. It's up there with all the other big names.
4: Well, yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, we're proud of so many of our barrel-aged beers, and, like, any other brewery is also, like, I made a barrel-aged beer. That's a huge deal. And, like, when it comes to a, uh, a Wars or a beer cup, you're like, I want to enter that one because I'm so proud of that. So, It's such a, like, saturated um, category category to enter a beer into that it is a really, really proud moment. Like, I remember I was sitting here, it was, like, purse bingo day, and I was here with Jeff, and I think I was texting you, and Aaron was there, and he's like, we won for Cuvée, and we're all like, oh, my God, Mm. like, no way, that is so freaking cool. Like, it's cool to win awards, but that was such a really really special moment, so.
3: A good way to describe what it's like, so like have it being like that, like very, like heavily entered category, it's like if you go to GABF and we were to like win or, or, or medal in like Hazy IPA category, right? Like, cause everyone enters it and there's so much good competition mm-hmm. up against people who we like respect so much. Like we entered into this category like that and we're like, oh, and we really hope, really hope. And so like to get recognized in that category, yeah, it's, it's basically like winning something like that. We were like over the moon. I mean, that's up against like founders and Goose Island. Everyone, and stuff mm-hmm. absolutely like that. everyone. Yeah. The people who we like, like whose barrel programs we idolize. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you know, like yeah. So that was like that was a cool feeling for sure. Yeah. very cool. So, and you can oh, yeah.
4: you can taste that beer that'll be coming on tap throughout Big Beer Week, uh, along with the newest rendition of our barrel god cuvee. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so how many different cuvées will you have throughout Big Beer Week?
2: Um, Just two, I I believe. Just those two. You're
4: hoping
5: for three, but someone drank one of them. Yeah. (laughs) I wish that was a joke.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're gonna have this year's and then last year's cuvee vintage as well. So.
2: Yeah,
1: all three are on here. I mean, um, what if you cuvee the cuvee and put your two cuvées together? right
4: you have a super cuvee maybe Cuvée, cuvee. you can't Why? triple
1: cuvee Cuvée. a double cuvee
4: <laughs> <laughs> i need a new
1: word for that <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man so saturday as i'm looking on the schedule here that's the cuvee day
5: saturday yeah. is the cuvee day and i forget which one of those does not exist anymore but yeah one unfortunately
4: anymore. yeah aaron f- found out that one is gone <laughs>
5: I think
0: it's a 2020. The culprit who uh, may have taken it?
4: <laughs> no, but if Aaron finds the culprit, they are probably in trouble.
0: <laughs> you guys can check my pockets on the way out.
5: <laughs> yeah, one fun side effect of having so much space and making so many liquids is there's a lot of different stuff on our coolers, and inventory is not always exactly accurate. Right. A lot of different people with sticky fingers going in there for different purposes. Best I mean, tasting. I, I
1: saw for the the QC batch there, like, that big old sign that's like, this is for QC. Do not just take. Please don't be an asshole. Thanks. <laughs> it's like basically the, the equivalent of, like, writing on your, like, lunch at work, like, uh-huh. This is uh-huh. Meredith's. Don't take it.
3: Yeah. Yeah, and just ask Mike. That still happens too.
5: Yeah. Someone stole a bunch of his food. <laughs> I
3: don't know who the hell is stealing Mike's chef Boyardee and what ravioli.
2: Do do but it's, it's not me. From it. from it's it. not Someone's bringing their kids in. <laughs> <laughs> it's not his kid.
5: I could see being Don.
2: Hmm.
4: Maybe. Yeah. It is it's tricky to keep track of everything and especially as like we get more and more vintages, they do kind of get pushed back in the cooler and then you know, if we pull something for a fest or somebody takes something for something special and you don't let the right people know, then you're making your plans and it's like, Well, that's actually gone and so Aaron tries to keep a pretty tight hold on these, especially just so we can have like these fun um, vintages to share with everybody during big beer week because like certain people that have come all the years like it's fun when you see those old throwbacks and you see like a 2019 or i think that's probably the oldest one we have now or is there still i think there's still one 2017 coming out
3: in the cooler we have Roos from 2016. it's in a homebrew keg too so it's even scarier but
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's actually still good i mean i I can speak to that because like last year you guys were nice enough to like take me back to uh Justin's lair mm. and sample a bunch of the beers during Big Beer Week and, like, there's so many of them that's like, God, I wish I could
4: have that again. Mm.
5: Is this the first Big Beer Week with no <laughs> we'll roots? i that again.
4: Yeah,
0: right? That's kind of sad. Cancel it. Not good enough to uh, <laughs> make the cold off. <laughs> All right, what are we drinking here next? All
3: right, so this is Demigod 2023, that's 1792, right? Yep, aged in 1792. So, Demigod, um, like the Pumpkin Spice Demigod, is a blend of Barrel God and Whiskey Nuts. Um, it's always, you know, on the, on the previous one, it was like the cinnamon whiskey and pumpkin whiskey barrels. Mm-hmm. This one, it is it's a blend of three individual barrels, actually. And it was Barrel God in a 1792 bourbon, Whiskey Nuts in a 1792 bourbon, and then actually a one barrel was a half-and-half half blend of barrel god and whiskey nuts in the 1792 bourbon barrel too so it's all 1792 just like a three different examples of a liquid coming together to make one liquid this is my favorite one yet i think yeah, yeah. this is unbelievable I when love, you blend yeah. when you blend the demigod, when you like when you have the stout with the imperial brown ale too like sometimes it really hits on some notes of people who maybe don't love one or the other it can be mm-hmm. kind of like a like an Imperial Stout Gateway drug in a way. It's like, yep, yeah, like, like it, it's so smooth, but
0: I just say that because it's like, I don't know, it doesn't hit you as quick, right? Mm. Like, it, it goes down easy and then, like, the flavors last a little bit longer. And oh man, like, for those who are getting into barrel age as well, or like this style of beer, like, this would be something like the drinkability is up there on our drinkability scale compared mm-hmm. to like some <laughs> of the other ones that just like hit you right away. This is so awesome. I'm like, I'm swooning right now. <laughs> I'm like blushing like, <laughs> was, wow, you guys shared this with me? Oh my God. What was
3: nice too is this bottle, uh, the, the bottle we were pouring it from was double the size. So uh, the the our QC sample bottle, this is what's available to the public, but we were just burning through some of our big bottles um, and that's what we keep in house here. And so fortunately this one was a nice stiff bottle as well.
1: Yeah, I don't, like for me, the, the word, cause I, I think I'm with Isha, this is like definitely in my one or two so far out of the five. Word. <clears throat> it's a word that I hate using because I think it gives the wrong connotation, but like to me there's like a little richness to it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times For rich sure. is almost like it's smacking you with like the the oversweetness kind of thing. It's almost like oh, I can only have like a little taster, but like that's not the case with this one. It's just in comparison to the rest of these like there's definitely a richness to it that I mm. really appreciate. It
0: goes down so easy.
1: Oh, it does. And I kind
3: of think of it like when you're like round if some beers yeah, like this goes yeah. back like how i say i like to describe them kind of like not dumb but like simple the other ones are sharper this is more round yeah, yeah this man, is a, and i like oh, the roundness yeah. and like the roundness of like the richness <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> and it's like the, the, the and like when you say like <laughs> rich to me it reminds me of like what i'm feeling about like the smoothness and roundness like it's rich and smooth and creamy not like rich and like overpowering you know
1: yeah like a lot of times i almost pair rich and heavy together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that is not the case here
4: yeah well, i think that's the beauty of the blend because like you always like imperial stouts to everybody are always like real like rich heavy bodied like they're gonna sit in your stomach or sit in your mouth for a while and like when you blend that with like the brown ale it lightens that up a little bit so you still have all those flavors but the body just lightens just a touch that. It it is. It's way more like palatable to you. Like it's not gonna sit in your stomach, and like it's just easier to drink.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um. I feel like I might know a way to describe the round thing, but it yeah. might be I don't know. When I try to put it, <laughs> in has the anyone words. heard of a
1: circle before? <laughs> in, my <head?
5: laughs> in my head, this makes sense. I don't know if coming out of it will or not. But it's like it's like even levels, like a uh, like it's not spiking in one area or another it's like even like it's round across my tongue i'm not getting like a spike in the wait tape wait, wait. so rides. you just you
1: just went even like this there's a lot of people who think the earth is round and you just gave me a very flat earth vibe with that.
5: <laughs> <Round across>
1: my <laughs> is it round or is it not round <laughs> evenly
3: round right that's <laughs> roundishly straight the round line is very flat it's a very flat and even round
5: like line. in an eq there's no major spikes in the mids or the highs it's like well balanced. Mm. The
1: skull making a lot more sense now, just given how round it is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, mildly fun fact Demigod is another TTV name, mm. formerly known as Whiskey Demigod. Now we just call it Demigod. Of okay. course. And now Sioux Falls, South Dakota gets to try it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's the beauty. I mean, they, they need something to help them get through being in South Dakota inside of Minnesota. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're no just kidding. Actually, Sioux Falls is awesome. It's just the rest of South Dakota is like, If you get really far west, it's like, I don't know where I am right now. Mm. Yeah, A lot of meth. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone thinks Breaking Bad was filmed down in New Mexico. No, 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 no. no, Western (laughs) something. Oh, Justin's on the next one. Um, Well, that means I can't go into our next... Actually, no, that's good. This will give you two a chance to talk. Before Justin takes over the show, well, Justin and Isha probably. <laughs> Let's talk about mm. what you guys have done since uh, accidentally, not accident. We we don't really know how it all came to be, but Minnesota can sell THC products now. Fucking mm, <laughs> right! Oh, that's a vault for you guys.
5: <laughs> oh, it's great. That
4: should definitely be Justin to, to
1: run talk back
5: about. To the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I don't I'm the worst at keeping up with the laws and legislation and rules and stuff But I know that we get to make we drink and I drink it and it's great. It does the thing
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, product
5: testing and just coming up with like how many milligrams should we put in? It's been a lot of fun and coming up with a label was super cool. I've been getting a ton of great feedback Um, so we have a, a sales guy who all he sells is Maisie he's in a lot of new locations. Like you can't really sell it on liquor stores legally. There's some loopholes. Even
1: though they all do right now. Yeah,
5: Yeah. Yeah. for now. There's all sorts of fun loopholes they're finding. Mm -hmm. But uh, we're in a lot of like smoke shops and head shops now. And uh, a lot of the feedback I'm getting from sales dudes out there is that ours look the best and that ours are selling the best. And apparently we're the number one THC beverage at Down in the Valley, which I think is pretty fucking cool. Um,
1: yeah. That'll work.
4: Yeah, I just wish Instagram would agree that it is a kick-ass label. Oh my god. Yeah.
5: <laughs> so we're also on the brink of having our social media deleted.
0: That's, it's we're crazy because on... backchannel mm-hmm. said the same thing about theirs. Yeah. yeah. We are on some kind of social media probation. We have had
5: our social media threatened to be deleted multiple times. We're on like a third strike right now. Man, it's... Yeah. If I mean, you say. Bad,
1: so at least you have a chance no, no, to but
5: <laughs> even though it is 100% legal, if you insinuate at all, my understanding anyway, are. Any drug it, use. If
0: you yeah. insinuate that you are selling an illicit thing, then uh, that's bad. But if you're geolocated in Canada, you'd be good to go. Just saying, just saying. We've had posts removed, um, so we just kind of censor them now. We've kind of figured out
5: what mostly works. So
1: what if, like, what if you blurred out where it says THC, or what if you just like
2: popped a big
1: old penis on top of it? (laughs) (laughs) When I post on uh, Instagram,
5: pretty sure dicks are gonna be a problem too.
1: uh, (laughs) Middle finger, does that work? Like,
5: so we put a lot of (laughs) we put a lot of fruit in these THC seltzers. So I've literally been putting like little strawberries and lemons over where it says THC. Um, for our smazy beverage, I kind of turned our hop leaf into a uh, pot leaf. And I've also been censoring that, putting fruit on top of that, because it kind of looks like a pot leaf. And since covering those things and just not really putting any text in the post, they're not deleting them anymore.
2: So like,
1: are you covered then, like if people comment on it and say that there's THC, like what's that do?
5: Great question.
4: That hasn't seemed to do anything yet. We just kind of stay away from certain... Beautiful. There's, there's trigger words. Commission a bunch of
1: people to go in and just smother the comments underneath with THC. How much <laughs> they love it, whatever. So you guys don't have to do
0: it. We'll get all of BC to do it for you.
5: People have figured it out, I think.
0: <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. we're we're actually now selling gummies and pretzels and maple mm-hmm. candies in mm-hmm. the taproom. Okay. Can you tell me about the pretzels? Because again, I, I I just moved here from Canada. It's been legal there for I think now four, pushing five years. I hear it's kind of shitty legal. Like it's just not. It, it was when it started because it, it didn't benefit the farmers at first. But now farmers can open up their own shops on their property. Well, that's cool. Whereas before you couldn't even sell your own product if you owned a, a dispensary or if you owned a chain. Mm. Um, I have a friend who ran into that same issue. He's a farmer of not just marijuana, but of like peppers, garlic, and whatnot marijuana is part of that he wasn't allowed to sell his own product out of his own chain now dispensary um so it's evolving you know the the first year they just wanted to get it out there so it was there was a lot to it and we we could have a whole separate podcast on just that for sure um it's got it's it's come a long way now but long the short of it drinks edibles all that stuff isn't as popular right now because of the regulations on the dosage that you're allowed it's very much still the same as like this state so everyone just goes to for the flower instead sure here though because it's kind of starting out through like the drinks the edibles and stuff like that because it's kind of like in reverse of what happened in canada yeah it's very unique here it's really it's really cool because it's super popular here and it wasn't back home and like I, i i started out i tried the modest one i tried the back channel one and i'm super excited to try your guys as well but like that that being said like do you guys think that you're still early to market in that a lot of breweries haven't jumped on it yet uh i think we were relatively early i mean there's a handful in front of us but
5: there's a lot that haven't yet um we really just kind of i mean a bunch of us tried really hard in mm. myself, especially, and just to make it happen as quickly as possible. Because we don't know how long it's going to be a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know where legislation is <coughs> going to go, what happens when flour becomes legal. No other state in the country can do what we're doing. Like, there's no other state where breweries can make and sell a THC beverage. So we're just, yeah, try to make bank what we can,
0: basically. Well, it's crazy because it's not the breweries back home who are doing it. It's the farmers who are growing all the flour, sure. right? And I think okay. if flour was legal here first, I don't think we'd see the popularity of these THC
5: beverages but since it's what you can get. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's kind of a cool gateway to people that have been mm-hmm. curious about it. Totally like, when we first started selling Smazy, <laughs> that first day, we saw so many regulars that I would not have expected. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. I so God! I It more. Like, so we, fun. We didn't even put pack on the cans. So we figured we'd sell single cans. They are 12 bucks each. Who's going to want to buy more than one? <clears> I saw a very poor friend of mine who I know is very poor. He bought a whole flat. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Do the math. 12 times 24.
1: Uh, man, that, that like... <laughs> The asshole in me wants to like have you guys, whenever you get the person that you like know is new, just give them one, let them have it there on the spot. That's like totally uh, placebo, right? Oh, Has yeah. nothing in it and just see what they do. Like, I swear <laughs> to God, no joke. There was a girl my freshman year of college where guys were feeding her water shots and she got obliterated.
4: Funny. Oh. She
1: got destroyed on water shots because she had like never really drank before. And like, as soon as it reached the point, like she was like ready to take her shirt off, they're like, "All right, whoa, 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 stop. it's water, it's water, it's water. Calm down." <laughs> that's <laughs> it, hilarious. But like, like, if you placebo these people, that like, like you say, like they don't really know it because they haven't had access to it, unless it's someone that's like used it recreationally in the past. Like, if you gave it to someone and just saw what they think they should feel like, and see what starts happening, that could be a really fun experiment. Or yeah. I'll tell you what, let's get a focus group right here in this room. <laughs> have 50 people, 25 of them get the real thing, 25 don't, and we just see what happens.
5: Dude, that sounds fun. That's That's that
1: sounds like I'll, I'll start with the group. This sounds <laughs> so fun. Dude,
5: we need 50, like, let's just
0: go 20,
1: like 10 out 10. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> There's a lot of space in here, Isha. There's a lot of space. All right. um, now, what are we drinking now, Justin, before you get to go off... Uh, you haven't gotten to speak yet
3: yeah no 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 worries so yeah we well, uh, we can we can, dig- we can digest this while i uh, while i rack my brains on it so what we've got here is this is uh, the the for this year so this is a 3 year blend as i see it so it's four barrels one of them is a woodford reserve barrel the other one is a buffalo trace barrel the other one's a 1792 rye barrel and then the other one's a russell's reserve 10 year barrel and it, i believe Yep, it is a three-year where, blend. Where so the on oldest one would have been... 21. Right, but I'm saying, like, no, it would, tw- have been,
5: 20.
3: uh, would have been... 21, 22, 23? Would have been, like, put yeah, into a barrel in... So, like, what we packaged here <clears throat> would have had to be put into a barrel in 2022. Yeah. So this is 2022, 2021, and 2020. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, the, some edged. of the oldest beer here was brewed in, like, the very, very early months of 2020. Or the late months of 2019. Uh, and then blended with a variety of stuff that we brewed throughout the years since then.
0: So we're literally drinking a beer that was from pre-COVID times. Basically. How it.
3: crazy is that? You can taste right. it. <laughs> <laughs> Pre taste the freedom. during
1: and post-COVID. Mm-hmm.
3: wow. The THD stuff though, for me, has been super cool. I just it's a really fun thing to be able to be involved in. Uh it's a nice market for us to be able to dip our toes into to help uh assist with the margins in the industry that are razor thin so it's um gives us some breathing room right it maybe gives us a little bit more like capital and time to do stuff like this like this fun stuff that we're doing that doesn't necessarily like brewing beer and letting it sit for three years is not Not how you make money you know (laughs) like that that stuff doesn't make money but it's something that we love to do Mm-hmm. And if we can break even doing it, we're so happy to do it. And if something like Smazy can help us break even on doing stuff like this, then it's like that just adds on to all the fun of just, like, actually getting to make legal weed drinks and be able to have that stuff and do that for a job, too. Like, I, I love that. It, it means something personally to me. So. <laughs> I was mean, he on. the only one that thought when he said, like,
1: Allows us to do things like this, like basically saying that we're wasting your time and money by sitting
3: here right now. <laughs> no, no, things like this, as in things like these beers, not things yeah. like uh, podcast. That's <laughs> funny. We get the fuck off of <laughs> agree. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's fun because you know, like, like making beers like this, it's an exercise in um, just trying to make stuff that we like and hope that other people like and people respect and enjoy. Um, and this mazy has just been a another just a real real fun thing to do
4: it's been well, helpful having two experts here to help yeah lead they that charge no idea then are, they're willing about. they are so willing to do any kind of experiments necessary as far as like Dosages and is this one is going to work as well as this one? Like these mm. two will step up and do what needs to be done. And you got to understand, so I'm the I'm
3: quality control manager, and like we do taste, odor, and appearance on on beverages, and so product testing just, for effectiveness I, is very important. By too. the nature of the duty that um, I am needed to, You said duty do, <laughs> by uh, the man upstairs. I, 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 I gotta taste it. So like, what are we it's throwing about on the projector
1: when you're doing this quality control testing? <laughs> like, are we talking Harold and
3: Kumar? Are we talking super troopers? What's happening? We just throw on dark side of the moon, front to back, and we don't do
4: anything. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody goes and finds their corner. To no, it's been,
3: on. yeah, it's been good though. It's been fun.
4: Well, I mean,
1: obviously it's early and there's still, you know, a lot for you guys to work through with it, but it's gone great so far. Like, where does it go from here in your minds? Like if you could do whatever you wanted and have it drop right now, like, would you do a different version of the Smazy? have a different kind of seltzer? Or would you have different kinds of, like, edible options?
5: So, we actually, we've already got two, and uh, Justin's been throwing around some ideas for some additional ones. Mm-hmm. Um, we recently released our first Smaze Bomb. So, Smaze is a 16-ounce can with 12 milligrams of uh, THC. Smaze Bomb is a... 750 milliliter crowler with all 50 milligrams that are allowed across your 10 servings, <laughs> and it's wonderful. <laughs> Smazy doesn't do it for me anymore. Uh, tolerance is a real problem. But Smaze bomb is a nice, it's a nice sweet spot for me. Smaze
1: bomb. Yeah, I, I need to see. I mean, that a very round design once again. If you throw a bomb on there, that could be <laughs> a
3: fun label though. There's a couple of bombs on there. Yeah,
2: yeah.
3: yeah. And oh, yeah. then, like other stuff we want to do is like so we got Smazy smaze bomb and then I forget who's who said it with the name Um doing like a five milligram can and maybe some other cannabinoids or just maybe five milligrams call it Lil Smazy, I love that that Lil Smazy, I thought was so damn <laughs> we funny gotta make that happen, and then yeah. and then I want to make one that's a has a strong amount of CBN in it too which is more of just kind of like a relaxing like a more of a nighttime drink like if someone doesn't want to like worry about getting like very like cerebrally baked before bed and like not being able to sleep Because some people, like, getting really high makes them not sleep well, right? And so, like, this can help with that by (laughs) trying to focus more on the CBN aspect of it versus the THC and calling that, like, sleepy smazy and then doing something for the morning, like having some, like, with light caffeine, also some light CBD and THC, too, is kind of what I wanted to do. So to have, like, a... Whatever time of the day you've got, dude, we've got get yeah. Smazy curated for you. Yeah.
5: So yeah, if legislation goes the way we want it to go, hopefully, lots more cool Smazy products. Come Free
1: business idea for you guys as you continue to work through your pretzels, your, you know, maple candies, maple candies and the, so the gummies. <laughs> easy baked.
2: Mm. Like
1: mm. easy bake oven, easy baked. Come on. Mm-hmm. So, so a uh, side story, real quick. Sorry, because <laughs> like it's so relevant. So my sister moved out to Denver for a couple of years cause she followed her boyfriend there who was working on an, a uh, like THC infused ice cream.
2: Ooh. And
1: it was literally legally licensed as
3: stoned cold. Oh, and nice.
1: Or cold stoned, which what's the order?
3: Both of, those, stone, creamer, yeah, they're both, great. both of those sound like they're uh, like a, a cease and desist so, waiting but, to happen. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I think Easy Bake, if they can pull
1: that off, you can pull off Easy Bake. Right. Right. Yeah.
3: Stone Cold gonna, Steve Austin or Cold Stone Creamery,
0: dude. I was just gonna say, I have a small anecdote too. Um, speaking of Easy Bake and Easy Bake Ovens, I may have cooked my first ever edible at 15 years old right. in an Easy Bake Oven Fantastic. with some microwave chocolate chips. Way too much oil that we uh, that we made on a little camping stove and half a Coca-Cola can, and <laughs> olive oil as the base, and um, and some brown sugar and flour, and it was smell. horrendous. Yeah, that olive oil couldn't have been good in there. It was horrendous. That's why whenever I smell <laughs> edible products, I'm like, oh yeah, that brings me back. That brings me back. Uh, effective. Not tasty, so do not recommend a
1: Netflix show coming called Breaking Bad, eh?
5: <laughs> I do recommend Don't coconut taste that oil. Good. It works.
6: Just want to take this quick break folks to tell you about our friends at waggle golf don't forget to get your waggle on today the best damn golf apparel in the world and yes they ship internationally as well if you want to look fly as hell in canada you can do so go check them out getyourwaggleon.com check out the best golf shirts half zips hats toques beanies to you all in the united states The whole nine yards, they have some of their regular items that are so popular year round as well as custom drops seemingly every couple months. So check them out on social media and don't forget to visit their website, getyourwaggleon.com. You'll see me and Hoppy, we rep that stuff with pride. We love it. We don't just wear it. We don't just show it off because they're friends of us here on the podcast. We wear it because we love it. And we're not the biggest golfers out there. Look good, feel good, and if you're on the courses in the summer, play good. Get your on.com
5: Highly recommend coconut oil or butter if you
0: go back down that
2: path.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my 15-year-old self didn't know anything about coconut oil.
4: <laughs> well, you
1: were yes, working with what you had. Smarter now. <laughs>
0: oh weed oh my god That'd
1: okay well this uh the uh cuvee which i'm just gonna call pinky up mix <laughs> is delightful <laughs> oh my goodness
4: yeah cuvées have become a popular draw around here people get pretty excited about that
3: I'm
5: losing track of what's
1: what here just I know. <laughs> now that i know what it means like i can
5: appreciate it way more yeah
4: the I one
3: that's mean. closest to marcus
5: this is demi, he's this is Cubé. Nice, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, oh yeah, look at the head.
5: I just want to know what's what for my super QA coming soon. <laughs>
3: this one will smell very...
4: Uh, oh, I'm excited oh, no. about this one. I might leave pumpkin spice. It out.
5: will
1: smell
4: very noticeable, nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, while he's passing these around, I, I just thought uh, another fun topic as we fill these out because we have two more beers left after this. Um, just looking through your menu, there are some very interesting Beer names and i'm a big uh, appreciator like the the artwork and the labels and hiding penises and stuff is awesome <laughs> but the name can hit just as hard even sure. without seeing the label <laughs> yeah. like i can i can picture some of this without it i don't know i mean isha if you want to go first or if i do no, please like i'm looking through some of these and i think my favorite is narrowed down to a couple but i think the one that will uh I'll lead with the one that I'm very yeah. interested in trying, and it's just kind of
5: like, like I know what you're gonna kindergarten yeah.
1: funny. We're going to yeah. go with antsy and our Pantsy. Oh, Blueberry the cinnamon roll. <laughs> antsy in our Pantsy, that's just that's just fun. Yeah.
5: So antsy and our Pantsy, <clears throat> that's an old one. That is from, I want to say, Big Beer Week year one. Oh, baby. That was a one-time brew. I think it was a matte recipe. Was, mm-hmm. keyword word. Was. Maybe we called it a strong ale. I know it was uh, brewed with maple syrup. Mm-hmm. I don't know a ton about it besides that. Uh, but we still have some. And the blueberry cinnamon roll is one of our infusions. We got daily infusions for Big Beer Week. Um, we have really fun infusion meetings once mm-hmm. or twice a month where we come up with different crazy ideas of adjuncts. We do have a lot of non-adjuncted stuff, but. I love the adjuncted stuff. I like putting cereal and
3: candy bars and candy and I, shit. My and dream beers. is to one day be invited to these
1: think tanks.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> there's less, it's unfortunate. There's not as much drinking as there should be. There's a lot just more talking. The, but yeah. we, we, know, it's, we don't always have all that's the That's just beers. a personal choice. Right, that's true. <laughs> well, that's, there's definitely side beers. There's definitely yeah. side oh, beers. Yeah. That's,
5: that's so true. this, this and her Pansy, the original back in the day, had a strong maple syrup flavor. So the idea for the infusion on that one was blueberry pancakes. Um, and often Mike will, rather than like actually put a pancake in there, he'll kind of break it down into what ingredients make a pancake taste like a pancake. Um, due to the age of antsy in her pansy, a lot of the maple flavor has dropped off. When we tried the final product, it actually tasted more like a cinnamon roll. Oh. So the name changed a bit just to kind of go with what it tastes like. Um, yeah.
1: But So cinnamon roll, because to me a cinnamon roll isn't like, it's, it's kind of deceptive. It's not super cinnamon-y. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you would say has more cinnamon, less cinnamon?
5: I don't know if you get to try it. Yeah,
3: Justin. No, no, Justin. Justin, yeah. yeah. Did you Did It tastes like cinnamon. As well? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: and like, uh, you know, it's got like the. I feel like why we called it a cinnamon roll is because it kind of had frosting Did he just go like Bill Cosby (laughs) on a thing?
2: I feel like it's
3: kind of like uh, because of the frosting vibes to it. That where it tasted like a thing, like a roll that has frosting on it, right? Mm -hmm. If it tasted more cinnamony, I feel like we probably would have felt felt like it tasted like something else. It's kind of got like that like dessert-y, I don't know, it's tough. Especially when you're coming into something thinking that it's going to taste like something else to be kind of blindsided and it's like oh no this actually does taste more like a blueberry cinnamon roll when you kind of feel like that it's almost like maybe for a good reason you know what i mean because you're coming in and you're like working against your bias like wait no i feel like it doesn't actually taste like pancakes Mm -hmm. i'm excited to try it
1: I'm very intrigued. Um, Hopefully it survives until I make it out here. We'll figure that out. Um, Yeah, I I thought you
5: were gonna say your favorite name here was better than Sex Monster. Well,
1: because I (laughs) I figured that that would be the layup for someone else to bring up. (laughs) I had to make sure Ancy and our Pantsy got
5: brought up. So we had a, uh, we did a a collaboration with the local fire department um, earlier this year, last year, sometime in the past year, um, that we called Hose Monster. There's a picture of a big (laughs) fire hydrant with. I love Chief. that name
2: too. <laughs> it was their idea.
1: They let you transport that across the <laughs> line.
5: Now that one stayed just here in Big Mouse. Lake. Yeah, now. So that <laughs> Monster was Big Lake only. Small batch. But yeah, so this particular infusion uh, is, a, is a better than sex cake inspired kind of infusion. And I think Tracy might have come up with the name. Better than Sex Monster, it's super fun,
4: though. Yeah, I I got real, like, better than sex cake, if you've never had it, is a German chocolate cake with caramel and Cool Whip and, like, toffee bits. Um, Oh, yeah. Highly recommend. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So Um, for this infusion,
5: Mike took um, Hose Monster and added salted caramel, cacao nibs, vanilla, English toffee, and lactose.
4: Yeah. So I'm super excited
5: to try that one, too. uh, It's
4: like, we have to make this better than Sex Monster. Like, that's got to be a thing, (laughs) <laughs> than sex. what mm-hmm. else are you like if you have that opportunity you can't waste it so
1: no i yeah that that's agreed <laughs> man but yeah that that was i knew that was gonna be talked about that's why I yeah. before it. uh mm-hmm.
5: before we started recording here we were talking a little bit about the uh the lines that form for infusions and this is a great example of why like this ridiculous sounding cocktail of beer and stuff there's one keg it'll be on tap one day and when it's gone it is gone forever and mm-hmm. our locals and uh, repeat customers they are aware of that and yeah a line will form and it'll be gone quick
2: mm.
3: yeah. Some, like, yeah like yeah people like like it wouldn't be unreasonable for someone to get in line like 5 to 10 minutes after it's tapped and they might like not actually get yeah. by the time they work through the Oftentimes,
5: line. the line is forming like half an hour before it goes on tap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And not everyone in line will get some. Yeah,
3: Guys,
1: I, I don't have a lot of money, but if I take a second <laughs> mortgage out on my home, you <laughs> can work on some back channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: man, this is good.
3: Yeah. The new one? This one I just dropped off? Yes, let's talk about it. I'm like
0: at bliss right now. This is, this is awesome, too. barrel <gasps> cinnamon coffee
3: dreams um so this is gonna be oh, so another uh demigod style out. blend so this has got barrel god and whiskey nuts inside of it and there's more than that too right still say that? whiskey nuts yeah it's <laughs> like <laughs> yeah i mean shit. as long as the well the podcast is going across state lines this so maybe about, not <laughs> just bleep me <laughs> um no, so and then this uh, we infuse this with a bunch of coffee and then cinnamon, like real cinnamon, not powdered cinnamon, nothing like that, like actual like. Well, uh, I can smell it. <laughs> I forget what it's called. It's like the it's like the something the something bark. Like it's not like cinnamon bark. It's got like kind of like a, like an actual word, like the actual like name for what cinnamon comes from. That bark is what we. Yeah, get. it's like the bark of a tree. Yeah, I learned recently from the internet. And, and it's just f- whispered to. Me. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it
2: is. It Not doesn't that grow simple, curly. Dude. Like that. No, it's like, and
3: it's, it, it is kind of. It's interesting though, because that's like where cinnamon comes from. But it's different than cinnamon, kind of. It's like if you put in whole vanilla beans versus using vanilla extract. Okay. Dude, it is almost exactly like that. I would have to say. Mm-hmm. And using this whole cinnamon doesn't give it that weird, like fireball, like red hot vibe, because you can get that from cinnamon stuff a lot. Instead, this kind of gives it more of like the like, uh, like food cinnamon vibe in a way of like not being, but not like chewing gum.
1: And, and I'm admittedly like, I'm not big on cinnamon and beer. This doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. Like, if you do it the right way, and that's why I was kind of like drilling in on the cinnamon roll, I'm like, how much cinnamon? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. More frosting, more frosting. Yeah, more yeah. be
3: frosting. Yeah. <laughs> frosting heavy. Yeah, this one. It's uh, kind of another play on trying to do some of the the adjuncted fun, too, but without, you know, I guess... I'm not going kind of like, super over the top. Yeah, it's not get, over the top. Best way describe means. it, getting out of Aaron's comfort zone.
4: Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> like, fuck that, man. <laughs> he Pumpkin hates spice. when <laughs> we taste these ones because we all have, like, maybe a little bit more of that, and a little more of that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of an yeah, exploration of there.
4: Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge fan of this one. I love the coffee, you know? like, if you just... That first whiff you get, just smelling it, is just straight like coffee. And it's just.
5: This is another one where I need to get the full details from Aaron to update the sheet. But isn't there vanilla dreams in this? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that why the word dreams is in the name?
3: Yeah. So we barrel aged some vanilla dreams. And then, what does it. Is, is it whiskey nuts in there also? Imperial Stout and Barrel Age Imperial Brown Ale.
5: The Barrel Age Imperial Stout's got to be the Barrel Age. Gosh, you know what it actually age. is? Oh, it's actually just vanilla dreams and piece.
3: whiskey nuts. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Mm. Huh? That is what it is. Yeah, you're right. So, which is like a never-before-released Burovar's Barrel Age Vanilla yeah. Dreams? We've never, like, we made <laughs> vanilla <laughs> dreams. Yeah. They it, could all be cuvées, we just slap <laughs> cuvée onto yeah. all of them. <laughs>
0: Um, we're getting there that's going to cool. be the name of this yeah.
1: podcast episode oh is instead <laughs> it, it, of collaboration right yeah yeah <laughs> love it
4: okay. yeah it's fun to always like you know you bring back the ogs like the barrel god and the whiskey nuts but it's fun when he comes up with something totally brand new just to keep us <laughs> all on our toes and introduce new flavors and just different like i don't know different bodied beers i guess is how i would call it you know like instead of something super heavy or like this like this to me is not very heavy at all this is this is pretty light and easy drinking and like i'm I'm only
5: 12.6 abv
4: (laughs) like i said you know (laughs)
5: only folks
4: only only. guys come on
1: i mean that's fair though for pig beer week like that's only
4: (laughs) i mean you know if you want to go big come on out friday we'll bring out that 16 percent demigod for you like that oh, happens. 16% on Wednesday.
1: I was just
0: going to say, the whiskey well, nuts. Oh,
4: see, two of them.
0: <laughs> whiskey
4: nuts, 18. 16.2. 20. That biggest That's ever? the biggest one, was the yeah. 16.2. But you drink that, and you tell me if you taste whiskey in it, because I can't. That's, <laughs> that works. It's, it's a skill that will well, sneak as, up on you.
1: As Justin pours the uh, last couple samples here, I... Um, We have to thank you guys so much. You've had us out here all day. It's been a blast. I know we're still not done yet, but- uh, uh,
4: Oh, thank you guys for coming. Well,
1: One of of the (laughs) dreams for us though has been, hey, when are we gonna figure out making our first beer? Hmm. And you guys delivered in spades. Um, Justin, Aaron have been, uh, well, We'll say that they've uh, babysat us very, very well today. (laughs) I don't think we've broken anything. I don't think we've compromised the beer's integrity at all. Um, As long as you
4: turn the right latches when they tell you, and it's all good. Exactly.
1: But uh, it's been a hell of a day here. We've been here since 9 AM. And here we are with our eighth sampler. Isha, we're gonna have to cool off, maybe have a little bit of a quick trip and uh, soak up some of the booze before driving home. Smazy. Slam some smazy. Slam <laughs> some uh, Maybe some little smazy. <laughs> but uh, we came together off of uh, a drunken inspiration. I know we were talking to Justin, Aaron, some other folks about it, but uh, inspired by the fashion mullet beer, we initially thought, wow, you know who's got crazy hair? Those lunatics in the all, pair team videos for the state hockey tournament. Yeah. So what uh, started as potentially being the tourney mullet has evolved to the tourney flow.
4: Sick flow, bro. Sick
1: flow. (laughs) We are excited. Uh, Supposedly, I mean, if all goes well today and uh, Isha and I don't break anything, uh, might be part of the Big Beer Week ensemble. But uh, Justin, I mean, you can tell them how insufficient we are in taking care of ourselves working through this process.
3: <laughs> Did everything we need you guys to do. You were great. You're the stay, exact collab Stay the guest. fuck out of my way. There, there's <laughs> a, dude, it's perfect. No, it's funny, like, uh, um, collabing, there's... Everyone in, like, in the industry kind of laughs about it, too, because it's like, all right, we're all going to get together, we're going to hang out. Like, one person is going to do all the work, make all the beer, <laughs> All of us are gonna hang out, drink whatever beers we want, go in, throw the hops in, throw the yeast in. It's like the like the like collab buzzwords, it's like the buzz photos for a collab. <laughs> Everyone, note that Aaron
1: is not present right now.
0: <laughs> Aaron has been working. I just want to say off. that I labeled a ton of demigods while you know while the beer was you know boiling. So you guys did it. way Learning more
1: beers. Yeah, That's
3: beers. I will say you guys did way more than most collab guests do because you did an entire batch of bottle labeling. Which yeah, dude. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. earned it. We appreciate. You. You. Mm-hmm. you guys can come back anytime, actually. We don't, work for,
0: um, we don't drink for free. <laughs> we don't work for free either, but we don't drink for
4: free. <laughs> Collab days also mean lunch for everybody, so
0: we're always stoked about that.
3: Oh, yeah. Too, so. I love Casey's Pizza. Are you kidding me? Dude,
0: I found, I found that, breakfast pizza.
6: I found out that that was a gas station that blew my mind.
0: Oh, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I was yeah. like, Wait, what is this? What is this Casey? Fucking guy. <laughs> I'm new here, okay? And he's like, <laughs> Casey's the gas station? I was like, it's a gas station? No.
1: He, he leans in. He's like, oh, whoa. It turns out Casey's uh, is actually a general store. What's that mean? <laughs> 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 oh, it's a fucking gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that was gas station pizza? Okay, well, I,
0: I want to say, say this again. Fuck Tim Hortons, quick trip all the way.
1: <laughs> we're, we're big quick trip supporters. Their breakfast uh, sandwiches, their mm-hmm. those hash brown sticks. Love them, all
4: incredible. I agree. Love their donuts too.
1: But now Isha has his uh,
5: his side chick in Mm -hmm. (laughs) Casey's.
4: We're happy to open your eyes to new things, you
5: know. New horizons people often scoff when they, they ask what the best pizza in town is and i say it's the gas station down the street but
4: it's,
5: yeah.
1: it's really fucking good pizza but the the collaboration beer like again thank you so much the yeah, the cuvee of entities that landed in this non-cuvée beer mm. um and we're gonna have to do a side thing here there's probably a link that isha plopped in for you to click right now to go over to a recording actually talking about that beer more in depth but Thank you so much, it's really cool. And thank you, Marcus, I begged, I pleaded, I almost cried. He is nice enough to allow uh, my wife, who does all of our graphic design work, to actually design the can label.
5: I'm happy to have the help.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. We're cutting that. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got me like four fuck-ups. <laughs> but, uh, no, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we appreciate you guys for it. Hopefully oh, yeah. it kicks off mm-hmm. well and it's the, the first of many. Maybe it's a tradition for the state tourney slash beer week, but uh, oh,
3: yeah. love it. What, what are we drinking here now so what I did is I figured I'd bust these out in a duo here so these are the two beers so you guys correct me so if are I'm these not. right
1: here Justin are those both the yeah one? yeah
3: same okay. Yep. those are the second one yep these are super crazy exclusive Sioux Falls for Sioux Falls only, only. right yes, so oh. you super actually, crazy exclusive wait no. so to cross
1: borders over here there couldn't be anything about nuts or whiskey in it then
3: right Yep, exactly. So it had to be. Well, I guess yeah, we don't really yeah. necessarily. So
4: <laughs> Marcus,
3: it was. So we can't sell these in
5: Minnesota, oh, but we can yeah. drink them. Yeah. yeah, but we're probably the only people that are going to get to drink these in yeah. Minnesota. Unless uh, yeah, I'm in Minnesota, these will right. not be available in Big Lake, Minnesota. These will only be available in Sioux Falls, South Dakota um we if you lynched. can get
1: here within the next five minutes of this exact recording <laughs> and enjoy some with us. otherwise next time
5: we did uh submit the labels for ttb approval um they shot them down for all sorts of fun reasons but obviously having bourbon in the name of one of them was a big red flag yeah. uh, but it doesn't matter because they're not going to cross state lines anyway um are only gonna be in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We just happen to have a couple of QC bottles here. Mm-hmm. We definitely didn't do any brewing of the beer here. It was all done in Sioux yeah. Falls. It was
3: all brewed in Sioux Falls, barrel-aged in Sioux Falls, everything happened there. And so we just have it here because we need to do like the QC and stuff like that here because we have like a staff there that's all the time, we're there full time to like taste a bottle if something were ever to come up. So we have everything here. So if anything ever does come up that we can kind of check on it. And so what we've got is one of them is the Maple Bourbon Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout. Um, so and none of these are going to be like Barrel God, Whiskey Nuts, Nightwish, none of that. So it's all like uh, unnamed base beer, basically. And then the other one is the just an Oak-Aged Imperial Sweet Stout. Um, so the Maple Bourbon Stout had some maple flavoring added to it. I believe maybe actually maple syrup that was added to it. Conditioned on maple sugar aged okay.
5: in a maple barrel. Perfect. Uh, an ex- Everything except for though. the syrup. Yeah. It a, uh, what was, Aaron
3: described it as an
5: <laughs> ex bourbon maple barrel, so it was a barrel that initially was for bourbon, then it was used for maple syrup, and then we used it for beer.
3: Right. And then mm-hmm. so and then the other one is just the Oak Age Sweet Stout, and that was actually um, brewed in just like a normal conical, like stainless tank. And it was aged with oak spirals. So like you can buy oak spirals from the same kind of people that would make a barrel. So like up in Avon, Minnesota, they have like the barrel mill, they make barrels, but they also like they make barrels for distilleries, and then they also make like those inserts that you can buy that are made out of so basically what you're getting is virgin wood. Versus when you get it from a distillery, it's not virgin wood. You know, they've been aging spirits in it for how many years. But so when you get it from the place like that what you're getting is like not so much the spirit character it's all the oak and you're going to get way more oak than you would normally get from barrel aging beer because usually it's been all soaked out by the bourbon
0: this is the and I say this in like the the best way this is the funkiest one we've tried yet mm. the, and is that the, the, Oka. the okay was it yeah. the second one that yeah. was there yeah the okay yeah. wow it's it's different it has mm.
3: like a it's almost like smoky, smoky? peaty yep. like it's yep. like it's, it's more smoky for yeah, sure like yeah
2: almost earthy and smoky
3: for sure yeah, yeah. it's like reminiscent. it's like almost like scotch e like and no. what's what's interesting what, Nah, but it's like it's earthy peaty uh, oh no i wasn't disagreeing a, i was gonna say now like oh, when you say
1: oh oak spiral. Is it like a literal spiral?
3: Yeah, like Mm -hmm. a big, big spiral with a lot
1: of surface area. You... That's a, a sneakier way for you to hide uh, penises onto can labels. I don't know if you're aware. Like a duck penis. Ducks. Duck penises. That, that should be like the theme of this beer. This is so perfect.
2: <laughs>
1: that's all I'm gonna think about for a while now. Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> Every label
2: I'm
1: gonna be with a magnifying glass. Oh. Like just have like a fucking power drill that's like sitting underneath a duck
4: you guys could just screw with your followers and like post the next can label me like first one to find the penis oh, win something. Like, oh, no,
1: I, I, I already texted my wife and said we got to find a way to hide a
0: penis in this bitch <laughs> <laughs> oh be amazing please oh. please do like th- this wouldn't be some this wouldn't be something that like I seek out personally but like it's just because I've never tried it before mm-hmm. like this is so unique in that like and again like I'm not a big Lagavulin scotch kind of guy like I enjoy it when someone offers like a more peaty whiskey like I'm I'm game. Mm-hmm. It's not my personal style, but this is again like the drinkability, like how easy drinking everything you offer to us throughout this podcast recording is. It's it's crazy how like anyone who's getting into the style of beer could enjoy any of this cuz it's mm-hmm. not too overpowering in any of the sense yet they're all super they're all unique, which is mm-hmm. like My my mind is blown, guys. My mind is blown. Appreciate that.
4: That's the best part about Big Beer Week. There's like truly there is something for everyone if you are open to trying this style of beer. You know, if you're not it's not for everybody, like as far as like these big crazy Imperial stouts, but we offer so many other big ABV beers still that have different bodies to them. They have different ABVs, some of them are adjuncted, some are not, you know, some aren't even a stout and they're a brown ale and it's just it really can open up your mind to like barely beer beers are kick ass, man. Like you just haven't found the right one yet. I wanna take
1: this smoky guy out onto your patio and have like a stogie on the side. Right?
4: Yeah. yeah. I'm
1: so ready
3: for that. <laughs> and what's it's interesting too, the like the reason that it it kind of tastes like that. It wasn't anything like necessarily like inherent to our process or anything. Like it was just it was brewed in Sioux Falls and kind of like how you know when we started Falls, this whole thing. Sioux Falls is smoky. <laughs> True. <laughs> That's smoky. So, like, it's interesting that when we were kind of brought this up, I was like, you know, some places are just really good at doing something, right? Some places have something that we like, they're like, it's kind of their style or place has like, like maybe like a house flavor, will you? Right? And so it's like, it's interesting because this beer brewed at Sioux Falls does have a flavor that is different than beer that we brew here. The water is different, the process is different, the brew house is different, everything's kind of different. But we didn't necessarily do anything to promote this kind of like smoky and peatiness, it was just like what kind of came out from a malt bill that otherwise seemed to us like a pretty standard malt bill too. Um, and then finishing out as being like a sweet stout, it's just a higher finishing gravity so it has a little bit more kind of residual body in it. But it doesn't present itself as being overly like rich or sweet like that. It's still kind of like round and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so so so, so round. <laughs> it's still very
1: round. <laughs> oh man. I mean I love it. So you you've heard it here. Like all of the reasons in the world to get out to Big Beer Week. Again, we didn't even mention if you come all 8 days, you get a t-shirt have you a chance to enter for days. something special that has yet to be confirmed but just know that it's coming we can almost guarantee it
5: <laughs> solid maybe <Wow. laughs>
1: but i mean you've heard all the different varieties we've tried here today you've got to experience cuvee some of the different adjuncts we've talked about for those infusion releases we didn't even talk about the food trucks but there's a different food truck every day another reason to come out for all eight days come into the tap room look at the labels look at the wall here you're gonna find penises like what else do you need to get out here but uh I'll kick it back to you guys for anyone that's disciples of the state hockey tournament like us just busy that week and unfortunately can't make it out like what do you have coming up next when's the next opportunity for them to get out to the tap room for a cool
5: event
4: I mean, we're already in the works of our Mental Health for Mental Health concert uh, year two. Um, Second annual. Second annual, yes. Um, (laughs) Anybody that's heard of Lupalin, I mean, we started doing the Scars beer how many years ago? 23
5: years ago, four years ago, somewhere in there. Yeah.
4: So we brew a beer with the Scars Foundation, which is Sully Erna from Godsmack's foundation all about supporting mental health and raising mental awareness. And we get to brew this kick-ass beer for them and help support them and raise money. And then last year we were finally able to like put on a concert here. We had like four metal bands in here. It was freaking wild and crazy and loud as hell. And
5: raised over $10,000 for Scars Foundation last year.
4: Yeah. Wow.
5: Hoping nice. to beat that this year.
4: Yeah, so we've got our bands picked up. We've got our date. It is May 13th, get out here. We'll have tickets available soon. Um, just we're stoked to raise money for mental health and Listen to some kick-ass bands. Just yeah. absolutely rock this place.
0: So. I haven't cut my hair in a year and a half, and I've been waiting for that. This exact. Event, <laughs> that is uh, the date. That's Start what you need. Yes. And, and show it off. No, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. We'll follow have, us on social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be posting stuff about that one relatively soon. Yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that, that's truly amazing, guys. And like I said, I I can't be more thankful. And obviously, Hoppy talked about it just a little bit ago. But like, the opportunity to be able to brew our first soda pod beer with you guys with lupulin i mean oh my goodness like that's (laughs) that's a dream for us to be working with someone who we feel like brew some of the best beer not only in the united states but shit in, in north america yeah. and the people too like you guys are amazing we we have a lot of fun whenever we come out here i mean even last april like we didn't even record any content that day we just hung out with you guys for the entire day and i was so thankful and i was just like man the vibes here are amazing you guys are amazing the products are amazing so i can't be more thankful than for you guys to invite us out here again to record this podcast with you to try all these amazing beers to promote big beer week and to ultimately brew our first podcast beer with you guys as well. I mean, I could say it a thousand times, but thank you very much again.
2: Oh yeah. Thank you guys so much for
3: coming out. We love you guys, man. It's been such an awesome experience ever since we got introduced to you guys and and met you and just kind of got everything in the works and hung out and it was... It was love at first sight, baby. Aww. Yeah, you guys are, we, we appreciate love you guys. Love at first We're, for we're, we're yeah. baby. Oh. Well, I was just gonna say
0: last day, but like Justin and I, we were pretty much like like, shedding tears and we were saying it our goodbyes. <laughs> I mean, it
3: could have been
0: we were like five barrel barrel-aged beers deep, but still.
3: <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. We appreciate you guys coming out. It's nice to have you here in closer closer proximity to us, too, so we don't have to rely on getting beers across the country lines to get to you. So yeah, it's nice to have you here uh,
0: Freaking Trudeau took ours last time. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. Probably
6: sitting there drinking them and loving them. <laughs> well, he won 100% won't work on uh, the beaches of Tofino,
1: but we won't. It's because he tried to send whiskey nuts.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Does oh, not contain uh, nuts. All right,
0: Hoppy, anything else uh, you want to
1: close us out with? I got nothing, man. This, this has been a great day. Super excited for Big Beer Week. We're definitely going to be out here. Don't know which day yet, but it's absolutely happening. And uh, I mean, Here's to whatever we do together next, and here's to everything you guys guys. have coming up.
0: Appreciate you guys. Yeah, thank you. Cheers. Don't fear, just drink some beer,
2: get out to Big Beer Week, and stay wild.